Guys, Jam is back. Woohoo! What up, what up, everyone? What up? And it's her birthday. I just can't contain myself. This is the best <laughs> day of the year. What? Well, it is my birthday. October's very own, y'all. October's the best season, so I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm also getting old, so you know, we should just shh, not talk about <laughs> it. No, I'm making it as big of a deal as ever. I'm gonna send a music video of Vicente Fernandez, Chente, singing you Las Mañanitas. That's what I'm gonna do. Oh my god, that's so lovely. My mom sang it to me this morning, attempting Aww. to do her best mariachi, but really it was just laughs. It was just laughs. Nothing good came off that. But I think my biggest excitement right now, probably the best gift, is coming back to the show being Woo. back here i'm pumped to be back with all of you you know so let's get this started there is a lot to say that is not related yeah. to my birthday i'm juanita and i'm grecia and this, and this is, is choices and cheese choices and cheesemas <laughs> yes almost oh god we still need to practice that choices and cheesemas choices and cheesemas well, if it weren't 6 a.m. here, I would be drinking <laughs> because today is a day for celebration. Jam is back. It's her birthday. And thank God these debates are finally over. For real, y'all. Like, I feel like Washington, D.C. woke up and they were like, everything's quiet and everyone's like, we survived. <laughs> We've made it through. And hopefully we will never have to hear Donald Trump speak again. <laughs> We do have so much to talk about. So first of all, the most important question, <laughs> how was Italy? <laughs> that is not the most important question, but I just want to say shout outs to Italy. It was amazing. I got so much rest. My mom was thrilled. So we tried to get her tickets to Andrea Bocelli. And on his website, the only time that was listed that he would be in Italy was when we would be in Venice and we would travel to Verona. Uh -huh. We showed up. It was a... Uh, Andrea Bocelli concert coupled with like an ice skating women's underwear show. What? In a really old Roman Coliseum in Verona, Italy. It was so strange. It was so strange. Like they actually redid some like Beyonce <laughs> while dancing, like in their underwear on ice. It was really, really strange, but amazing. And it was awesome. <laughs> okay. But we had no idea that it was an underwear show before like maybe three songs in. We were like, wait a minute. Oh, like this is really strange. <laughs> also, just a note to anyone that ever goes to Italy and decides that it's cool to drive. They drive at such high speeds. And I got flicked off on my very first time driving there. <laughs> um, it was really intense. And I, it made me a stronger person, let's say that. Also, <laughs> I got to see art that I've been wanting to see all my life, like Caravaggio, who's mm. my favorite painter. So it was really grand. Thank you for allowing me to be away from the podcast, everyone. But I did miss you. I missed all of you a lot. Aww. And listened to all of the episodes while I was away. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, enough about my vacation. I'm back mm -hmm. to the hard reality of the craziness that has been our election <sighs> season. While I tried to avoid it while I was in Italy, there is nothing harder than actually coming back and watching the debate last night. 
there's no avoiding that. Yeah, I watched it at the Culinary Union Hall. They're a union here in Nevada. They represent a large percentage of housekeepers and hotel workers around Vega. So it was great. They they are also the ones that build the taco truck wall outside of Trump yeah. Tower. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you get some free tacos? <laughs> yes, I did. I also, I actually got raspados too. I got tacos oh. and raspados. Well, for yeah. the people out there, let's tell them what this was all about. Oh, yeah. So uh, Wall of Taco Trucks was an event organized. Actually, we were also part of the organizing committee and we mm-hmm. were trying to show that Trump will not divide us. He will just unify us. And what better way to express, you know, union and solidarity than with tacos? (laughs) So we had a rally. We had taco trucks that were outside. It was kind of like a party meets a rally meets delicious food. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, Los Tigres del Norte made a surprise appearance during the event. Everyone went bananas and by everyone i mean me i went bananas <laughs> I, i'm not surprised i'm really not did you embarrass yourself i did i did i basically started a chant i was like tigres, tigres. and then everyone joined it look at you you're such a leader they were so great i love seeing people with with a following people with leadership around our latino community that came out not just to say, hey, you, Trump, you, you know, you won't divide us, but they also came to stand with the workers. We heard the testimonies of Trump hotel workers that mm. have been working really hard to fight for a union. They have been recognized by the National Labor Relations and Trump still won't negotiate with them. So one of the workers said, how can Trump think of making America great when he can't even respect us, his workers, yes. which is incredible and just brave from them to continue to work at the hotel and also stand up to their shenanigans, to his shenanigans and to his, you know, complete disregard of the law. So it was awesome. I loved everything. I was also so tired by the time we got to the debate. So <laughs> yeah. you might need to fill in some of the things that I was missing because it was so loud. What stood up for you uh, from last night? You know what? I actually think that that worker whom you're mentioning speaks to what really stood out for me last night, which was Hillary had the comeback. She killed it. And one of my mm. favorites was when she actually called out Trump for uh, employing undocumented workers, taking advantage of them, yes. and then threatening to deport Mm -hmm. them after they stood up for themselves. He tried to pay them less than $4 an hour for their work. And if we go back to the court records, the court sided with the workers. Um, And so I thought that was awesome that she was able to call him out on it and said the truth out loud on national television. Yep. What about you? What stood out? I would say for me, the Syrian refugee crisis, I was... Mm-hmm. surprise and I don't know if pleased is the word I was just surprised and that it continues to have just so much attention uh, mm-hmm. refugee issues have been very present in Europe and now it's kind of also the thing that we are talking about in this presidential cycle yeah but yeah the wrong kind of attention yeah it was terrible how it had been framed which is rather than be seeing as a humanitarian crisis 
they're talking about it as a national security threat. Mm-hmm. And, and to mm-hmm. some extent, both of, both of the candidates were talking about it as a national security issue, not a humanitarian crisis, which is not the American way. It's That's not ridiculous. how we have treated... Yeah. yeah, we have not treated refugees this way, and these are people that are fleeing conflict, not trying to do anything else. Yeah, I think that's a great point to bring up. And that was 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 almost so crazy for me last night in the debate. Like, how is Trump still going to stand up there, be asked the simplest question about immigration possible and continue mm-hmm. to be a robot, a boring robot of destruction that really just continue to <laughs> use you know, immigrants as scapegoats in the most robotic, nonsensical way possible. Like, have we learned nothing over more than a year? I definitely think they spent way too little time on immigration. They failed to mention DACA. They mm-hmm. failed to mention DAPA. Yeah. They failed to mention so many things. Literally, the highlight of it is that he used one word in Spanish, hombre. It was the worst time to actually attempt to pander to Latinos who speak Spanish. It really made no <laughs> sense to me. Yeah. I, I, what is there to say about Trump and immigration? God, he's oh just God. the worst. Yeah. And I feel that every single immigrant rights activist watching the debate was going nuts when he mentioned that no one was talking about President Obama's deportation record. I was yeah. like, hello, we've yeah. been saying it for years. Yes. He doesn't know our movement, which is it, it was obvious how ignorant he is around this yeah. policy platform. Yeah, it's literally like he just woke up one day and decided, oh, I'm going to be president and never read a newspaper since or before then. Oh, my God. Because we've <laughs> definitely, definitely done, like, thousands of people have signed petitions. Thousands of people have been talking about this. Also, how dare he, like, complain about the deportation program of President Obama when he's saying that he's going to deport all immigrants. More. Right. Yeah, like all undocumented immigrants. What he literally makes no sense. The man continues to make no sense. <laughs> what do you think about his refusal to accept the democratic outcome of these elections? Oh my god, <laughs> he's literally his own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. He's essentially telling people out there, democracy doesn't matter. And you should not go out and vote. So, yeah, it's ridiculous that he would stand there and disgrace the whole American system that has worked for, as Hillary said, for more than 234 years. It's really troubling that someone would be okay with saying that. And to say that, well, I'll just keep you in suspense. That is not presidential in any way. That is not how you respond to the American people. Right. You know? Right. And it, when I heard it, it reminded me a lot to what, Carlos Vogel, uh, one of our mm-hmm. guest co-hosts, said, which was, that's the kind of language that dictators and tyrants say. That is literally the things that people say when they're going to use every single resource available to them to attack and intimidate people's due right to the democratic process. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I think both you and Carlitos are on point on that. That is terrifying. And now it's about undocumented immigrants, you know, rigging the system. And all of a sudden, it just points to the fact that he has no idea and once again does not understand what the experience of being an undocumented immigrant really is, which is that no one is Mm -hmm. risking 
the possibility of not being with their family right. to vote. The 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 point is that right. of how hard it is to be an American, to live in this country and not have basic rights, like the opportunity to make yeah. your voice heard and vote. Yeah. And to me, what it shows, it's also the fact that Trump doesn't understand that the demographics of the country have changed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Latinos are voting because they're becoming U.S. citizens. Of course. The African-Americans are voting because they can't wait to kick your butt at the ballot box. Mm -hmm. And women are voting because, well, millions of reasons yeah. <laughs> to vote against Trump as a, as a woman. So for me, it's just his lack of awareness to the demographic changes of our country and that, yeah, people are registering to vote because they're eligible and because they are now the new America. That is who we are. Yeah. And and this goes back to his whole idea of like, I want to make America great again. And, you know, signaling that he wants to go back to a time when African-Americans, black Americans, Latinos and women were silenced by our government. Mm -hmm. um, and that's mm -hmm. not the case anymore, as you said. And so I think that, yeah, people should definitely not listen to him. Your vote matters and you should get out there and make use of your right and ensure that the system is working for you and listening to what you want and what you your family needs. But let's see, let's see what other hot topics were happening last night. I think one topic that should have been hot but was not was Social Security. We as younger people might think that's really boring. I think that we should touch on it. And I'd love to hear what you think, Grecia. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I had to resist the urge to fall asleep. <laughs> whenever someone brings up the issue of social security but it's so important because you're right we're all getting there we're all getting old and this is such a important program for anyone who is thinking of retiring which is all of us mm -hmm, all of us mm -hmm. at some point are going to be unable to work and there's a couple of things that we need to address one is that low-income workers still end up retiring into poverty wages because it's based on their income. Mm -hmm. uh, there should be a right. basic income for retired workers. And right. it also kind of goes hand in hand with raising the minimum wage. The other issue is that if you pay into the system of Social Security, you should benefit from the system. This mm -hmm. does not apply currently to anyone who's undocumented or a legal permanent resident. We need to make sure that we're covering as many people with a good program. We also need to scrap the cap. What does that mean? Did you know that if you make more than $118,500, anything beyond that does not get taxed for Social Security? So anyone who's making beyond that is not contributing their fair share. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So anyways, I, I am done with my boring but important <laughs> rant around Social Security. No, no, it is super important, especially today on the day of my birthday, y'all. I am thinking I am ready to retire and what's going to happen. Right. And so like, <laughs> no, this is seriously important. And I think that even though neither one of them responded as directly as possible, I think it's important to point out that. Hillary has stood by saying there will be no cuts. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not enough. Yep. We need more than no cuts. We need expansion. And she has talked about expansion previously. But this is really important, and we should all be paying attention to it. But I will say that we should talk about the good stuff, too. Like, I think Hillary yeah. killed 
it. She had so many amazing comebacks, mm-hmm. especially to like the many, many, many misogynistic moments that Trump offered. Oh my God. So let's talk about the highlights. What did you think? I was amazed at Hillary's composure mm-hmm. while Trump called her the nas- the nasty woman comment. Mm-hmm. I I Ugh. I would have gone crazy. <laughs> um so <laughs> I I was I was just really impressed by and it shows the presidential posture by refusing to go low when he's calling you names and using every terrible thing on the book to try to get you riled up. Oh yeah. There came a point that I just could not believe that he was whispering into the mic wrong wrong. That's insanely yeah. disrespectful. You know, that's just another way of undermining Hillary as as a person and as a woman that he feels like it's totally okay to interrupt her because he thinks that that he can as a man and can do that and mm-hmm. no one's going to stop him. So it just reflects everything that he said on his tapes pretty much. And it's not the first time that he has demeaned her by calling her like weak or ineffective. He said that she doesn't have the look. Which, by the way, last night she definitely had the look, okay? She rocked that lipstick. I love that color, and I don't wear makeup, (laughs) but I want that color of lipstick. Loved it. (laughs) Looked amazing. Loved the suit. Loved the later color blocking that she's been doing. I'm a big fan of the current style that she's rocking. So she definitely has yeah. the look, okay? Do you think that's the, that's the Selena Mac lipstick? I really think, I thought it. I thought it while I was happening. I was like, ooh, did she get the last shipment of the Selena Mac like <laughs> that we've been missing? Somebody needs to make a color comparison. I think so. I mean, I think that's what gave her all the power last night, of course. Like Selena coming through in spirit and being like, yeah. Go at it, girl. You got this. (laughs) Other things that he said, just as an example, because I, I like, want America to realize how terrible he's been. He's attempted to say that she can't satisfy her husband and therefore cannot satisfy America. I just, I even feel terrible saying this stuff out loud. Like, this is ridiculous. In Trump's mind, the only thing that women can do is whatever is in service to their to their husband mm-hmm. or, to, or to their men. Yeah. It, it, it's in, it's incredible that Trump doesn't think or know that women have their own lives that yeah. is independent from their husband. Oh, yeah. Which also was a funny time when Chris Wallace was like, I know you haven't prepared a closing argument. And I was like, you bet your ass that Hillary Clinton prepared a closing argument. <laughs> she is so prepared for this thing. Like, she is not playing games. Calling him out... <laughs> Even the puppet yeah. comment. Do you remember that? When she was like, you just want yeah. a, a puppet, not a president. I was like, damn. All right, Hillary. Yeah. I think that the conversation on abortion was particularly poignant and one of the highlights mm-hmm. for me of the event. And it really demonstrated yeah. why we need more women in government. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think... You know, the issue of women's reproductive health, Trump probably couldn't even point to uh, where babies come from. (laughs) Yeah. I totally agree. I think Hillary's response was well thought out. She understood what women go through, not just in the timeline of the process, but also as an emotional Mm -hmm. issue for 
and and an independent choice yes. for women. Yes, yes, it's my body for sure. She was empathetic and confident, even in saying things that people think are controversial, like I will support Planned Parenthood. I loved her confidence around that. So yeah. thumbs up all around for her. And I want that lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, another issue that for me is important for the consideration of who will become president was the Supreme Court appointment. Mm -hmm. The president appoints a Supreme Court justice that has no term limits whatsoever. That person can be in the bench at the Supreme Court for until they die in the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. And they get to decide everything in terms of the legality of the country's laws. So mm -hmm. we didn't hear anything new or different between the ideologies of the two candidates and who they appoint but this is a huge thing to talk about and think about for reasons as to who will we let choose yeah. this next appointment at the supreme court that is currently vacant yeah and trump said that he will appoint a conservative who will repeal roe versus wade as soon mm -hmm. as they're in instantly okay. apparently because that's how the courts work instantly. Things just happen instantly, um, which is ridiculous. He must be confusing the courts with his Maruchan. You know? <laughs> no, yes, exactly. Last side note, and as an Africana studies major, if I have to hear this man equate being a black American in this country with being from mm -hmm. the inner city, which is like the most racist and stereotypical idea that he could have because of the Supreme Court, as you just said, but also because we cannot continue to hear this on national television, this type of racist, yeah. ridiculous stereotyping of our like fellow yeah. Americans. We need to get out and vote. Like yeah. there is yes. no way around it. <laughs> like I am ready to vote. Yes, I am so ready too. I am so ready. And the point that I am so excited about is that This could be one of the last times that we ever <laughs> get to hear Donald Trump's voice ever again. Mm -hmm. So unless we don't vote and then we are stuck with that voice for four oh years. God. Oh my God. Um, so let's make sure we, we get to the polls. Mm -hmm. You make your plan. How are you voting? Yes. When are you voting? And yes. just, just do it. Yes. Make it happen. And if you need help making your voter plan, then go to Reform Immigration for America's page or text in JUSTICE to 69866. We will be in the very next week helping all of our members make their voting plans so that they can get to the polls. Woo! Make a plan. Do it. Like you said, Do this it. could be the last time that we have to sit and hear him. So yes, that is grand. <laughs> <laughs> it, do it for Juanita's birthday this is her <laughs> birthday present make a vote plan and just do it well one more reason that I've been dying to tell you and I actually found out right before you left so I couldn't tell you Aww. we were mentioned on this other podcast who is awesome Latinos Who Lunch hey, oh my god what up, what up? oh my god <laughs> what did they say they like us They said they said beautiful things about us. Duh. Oh, that's so But nice. But we also want to give a shout out to them. They are great. They talk about food. They are yeah. fierce and on fire and always like drop little snippets of wisdom and 
funny thing. So I, I like I like the podcast. Oh, my God. I could cry right now. Somebody really listens and they care and they think we're cool. <laughs> no, really. I'm like half tearing up right now. Aww. That's so kind. I love lunch and I love food. So I made this mention happen months ago so that I could tell you today. Just kidding. No. <laughs> No, I'm really, that's so kind. I am touched. Thank you so much. I gotta, I gotta go listen to the mention like now. Thanks G mm-hmm. for sharing mm-hmm. though. Like that's awesome. Thank you. And shout out to Latinos who lunch. Yeah. Okay, everyone. Well, thanks for celebrating with us today. That's our show. Remember to subscribe to us on iTunes or follow us on SoundCloud. So you don't miss any of the fun, especially now that Juanita's back. Also, be sure to rate us on iTunes to help other people find the podcast. Shout outs to Sarah English, who is our producer. Our music is composed by Vanessa Ramirez and performed by Grupo Bella. Special thanks today to Michael Saldarrega, Tara Walsh, Elise Rojas Cruz, and huge thank you to Juanita. We're so glad you're back. I'm so glad to be back, even though I thought about staying in Italy, but then I was like, I have no money, <laughs> so I better go home and talk to Grecia and see if she'll lend me yes. money. Let's talk about that off air, off air. <laughs> <laughs> I put it out there so everybody knows, but uh, thank mm. you, Grecia. I am so glad to be back with you. Choices and Chismes is brought to you on behalf of Reform Immigration for America, fighting for immigrant rights since 2009. Learn more at reformimmigrationforamerica.org. I'm Gracia Lima. And I'm Juanita Monsalve. Nos Nos vemos. vemos. Oh, that was together. What? (laughs)